Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh-huh, Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Mm, yeah, I do. <laughs> Man, God been so good to me over the years. In spite of all the mistakes I've made, in spite of all the dirt I've done to myself, I'm talking about went in knowing I was wrong. His grace and mercy has forgiven me for all of my sins. God can forgive you of all of your sins. Everything you've done, God can forgive you. He can wipe your slate clean. Now, now might, you might have some um, you know, things you got to deal with because of some of your actions. Understand that. But you can wipe your slates, you can wipe your slate clean with God and start again. You can repent. God has mercy and grace. You could be forgiven by God. Now, people, that's another story. Some people may never forgive you for it. You've heard them all. Or maybe they're accusing you of doing something else. But, you know, they may never forgive you. But God, God is in the redemption business, man. God will forgive you for every sin you've ever committed. But you got to want forgiveness now. And then you got to come correct. Because what you can't do is you can't shoot him to crap now. You, you can say that conversation with him. You know, whatever you told your lawyer, whatever whatever you told the victims, whatever you told, whatever the story is you got going, if it ain't the truth, you can say that with God. Because please know he know. And he know your heart. He know if you're trying to manipulate somebody just for the system, if you're trying to say this just so you can get out. He know all of that. So if you're planning on shucking him and jiving him, Save your breath. 
before you wind up digging yourself in a deeper hole. Just, just let me give you that piece of advice because he ain't nothing to play with. He's too great to be played with. And so with that in mind, I want to share some positive stuff with you this morning, man. I want to say this. Sir. I want to remind you not to let your circumstance and your situations di- dictate your future or your results. I'm going to say this again. This is important information, man. Don't let your circumstance and situations dictate your future or your results. Do you know that in order to get the, a different future or some different results, you control that entire situation? It is you. It is your thoughts that control the entire situation. It is how you look at the situation that will determine how the situation is for you. See, the same situation can be totally different for two different people because you can say, you look at the examples of history, just just look, look in your neighborhood. How can, there was a book that a guy wrote one time who had the name, he had a name, and he did some research and he found a guy that grew up at the same age in the same neighborhood as him with the exact same name. He went on to become a corporate CEO. The other man was a, 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 an inmate. And they had the same name, grew up in the same neighborhood. They were both brothers. You know, not, I'm just saying brothers, uh, men. And, and they grew, and they went to the, because how can two different, two people, the same situation and the results turn out so different? It is because of the thought process of one was completely different from the thought process of the other. You control it. You don't have to let your circumstances and your situations dictate your future or your results. Here's the way it works. This is so you can understand this. Your mind is the controlling factor of your thoughts. Your thoughts are the controlling factor of your outcome. The Bible says, a man is as he thinketh. Please don't short play this scripture here because this one is the real deal. This is the basis of every uh, self-improvement book you'll ever read. It's already written in the Bible. The Bible has all the information you need, but in case you need a little bit of clarity in some simple modern day language, then they have self-improvement books. They are all based on biblical scripture. A man is as he thinketh. That's why Norman Vincent Peale wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking. That's why a book came out called The Magic of Thinking Big. That's why a book came out called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It, it, all, of you, all these titles that I've read that have mattered in my life the most, these three major books that I've read, they all say one thing, think, thinking, thoughts, because that's what controls the outcome. Your brain works one of two ways it works positive or negative it works good which is under the column of positive or to work evil which is under the column of negative it will have faith which is under the column of positive or you will operate in fear which is in the column of negative that is the only way your mind works your mind is a factory that's comprised of workers. Those workers are controlled by two formants, forming positive and forming negative. But guess what? The CEO of the company, the head man, the boss, is you. 
You come to work in the morning and you say, man, today is a great day. I'm going to take steps towards brightening my future. I'm going to take another step into making that dream come true that I've been thinking about. I'm going to take another step forward in the development and the changing of my life in a positive, good direction. If you come to work and say that every day as the CEO, the boss, the foreman's can only obey you. So that what you just said was a series of positive statements. Then forming positive steps to the forefront. He said, I got you, boss, right away. He turns around, he blows the whistle. He alerts all the workers in the factory. Today is a good day. Today we will take steps towards our future. Today we are putting ourselves on track to get a little bit closer to making our dreams come true. Today we will be assembling all the things we need to make our dreams come true and our life better in the right direction. Everybody, break. The workers in the factory turn around and manufacture thoughts to justify the orders given by the boss, which is you. You are the CEO of your corporation. If you don't own nothing else, you own everything that's going on between your two ears. You are the CEO of that corporation. If that corporation is a good one, it's because you set it up that way. If your corporation is a bad one, it's because you set it up that day. If, if you try, if you pushing towards your dreams and you see the possibility of things happening in your life, it's because you as the CEO set it up that way. If you ain't got nothing popping, if you just want to be a criminal taking stuff from people, throwing your life out the window, you're going to be an inmate, you're going to be sitting up there and you're going to be mad at everybody. You ain't got nobody to be mad at but you. You understand what I'm telling you this morning. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today gathered for the radio show. This is not a game. This is a contest. Anybody can win it. You can get your own blue ribbon. Step right up. One, all for one. All ye who come. You are blue ribbon candidates. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Contest. What do you want a blue ribbon in today? That's the question. Shirley, what do you think you could qualify to get a blue ribbon in? Uh, just the way I do the show, the way I run the show. Carla, what do you think you could get a blue ribbon in? The way I direct the show. Now, let's begin the ignorance. Junior, <laughs> what do you think you could get a blue ribbon I in? I could get a blue ribbon in animal sound. <gasps> See what I'm talking Junior. about? Junior. P. See that? Let the what English begin. Jay, what do you think you could get a blue ribbon in? Ignorance from nowhere. When you don't think it's coming. Straight ignorant. Yes. Ignorance out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Nephew Tommy, share with us what you <laughs> could get a blue ribbon in that you have probably already have thousands. The seriousness of stupidity. I bring yes. it to a whole nother level. Yeah, I, I just I have that. to say one thing. I, I mm-hmm. seriously, Junior, I, I take offense with what you did because he, I, on the show am- I do animal noises. I do oh, animal well, sounds. Animal it's a good yeah, dish. Oh, we have an animal off. Okay, it's a good dish. Okay, Shirley, wait a minute, hold up, Shirley. You can't change your answer. You you don't do you don't do but one. He doesn't do oh. animal noises. What? I know do animal noises on the show. No, uh-uh. Okay, hold on. Stop, no, stop, uh-uh. stop, 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 stop. Shirley, do a what? kangaroo. Oh, oh, oh. 
What happened to this kangaroo? Okay, Shirley, do a gorilla. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, Shirley, now do a chimpanzee. He's good at that, man. She's really, really good at it. Thank you. Yeah, that was Caesar, that. Now, who was that one? Who, who was that, Shirley? That was Shirley? Yeah, that was Shirley, man. Now, that was very That good, was her man. best one. That was your now, watch one, her yeah. kill this one. Do a dog, Shirley. Okay, Shirley, Shirley, do a sheep. Okay, Shirley, 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 do a pig. Oink. 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 Oink? Oink is just how it's spelled. It don't sound like oink. I don't know. Like, I didn't... Uh, Did you okay. just pronounce the word? <laughs> Wait. I don't know what a pig sounds you like. You just like I don't know what a kangaroo sounds like. You showed me. I want to hear like. that. We'll be back <laughs> with more Shirley Sounds. Oh, <laughs> right after this, all morning, the talent to Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> and we didn't even know she did Animal Sounds. Yes, you We're did. We're going to the jungle we when we come back, y'all. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Can you be friends with yeah, your ex? And, yeah. and what does it take to be friends with your ex? I don't give a thing? damn what they do. I don't give a damn what they do. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm. No, just say this right now. I've been to court way too many times. Oh hell, my answer can't even be said on the air. (laughs) All right, Junior. No, we can't be friends. We're not gonna be friends. (laughs) Okay, you said that was a no. We take it as a no. Junior, can you be friends with an ex? Uh, With your ex? I would like to have been. They just don't want me. You keep leaving me. I still Junior, be there. You're the sweetest guy yeah, ever. Yeah, but I'll still what, be there. Quit acting like no one wants you. What, what she asked, Shirley? You, Junior, you're oh, so sweet. You're, come on now. Shirley, look at Junior, me. I'm no, looking what, at you. That ain't got you. nothing to do with nothing. Anybody want her. I, have, come on, Junior. Tell the truth now. Don't know the, Junior, don't you let them make you cute. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> No, let's stop this. First let's stop. No, we're not going to do that. Don't you uh, let him. Don't do that I know I ain't cute. Don't let him make you ugly. Don't let him make you ugly. What you mean, man? Why? Have you seen my daddy? Oh. You all look just yeah. alike. You yeah. know I love your daddy. Devil, devil ain't nice looking, man. Yeah, Don't, no. What? No. Not according Junior. to my mom. You've been no. <laughs> okay. lying to this me, boy. Junior, Hold the on. your bank account get, the cuter you get. Thank so you. Don't worry about it. But wait a minute. Even even besides that, Junior, why do you go to the gym every day then? If what? You, why do you go to the gym? I got you're, sickle cell, Cheryl. I got to be in shape for you, something. But yeah, <laughs> but you tax getting you, stronger. Yeah, but you hell, my ass got to fight. You ain't for nobody. <laughs> this you, is this is for me. You started slimming down. You got your guns up. <laughs> this ain't for nobody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. These are is getting stronger. Like, hey, this ain't for nobody. <laughs> this for me. Mm-mm. All right, Jay. Uh-huh. Let me let me ask yeah, you. You can be you can be friends with your ex. All the stuff I've lost in every divorce, all of them, every last one of them, uh-huh. I got that back and more. So I'm cool now. I'm cool. So you friends? Really you cool. friends with them? 
Yeah, we we cool. You know, I ain't gonna go so, out of my way to not to speak. Yeah. Well, that's we not being like, a friend no, if you don't go out of your way. way. But we cool. That's not being a friend Jay, if you don't go out of Jay, your way. I know, I know one that you cool with. No, I'm cool with. Uh, no. Oh, we. You about to throw that number out there. Excuse me, what? I'm about to throw that number out there. Yeah, you You got caught up, Jay. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. You need to be quiet. Listen to this. Listen to this. The very first divorce, Uh which was a long time ago, Uh has not spoken to me since then. Really? I'm talking about mama died, daddy died. You know, not a word. Not a word. Have y'all seen each other, Jay? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Is that by design? Well, she saw you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, she saw you. She Because <laughs> no, I, I know him. No, she saw him. She just missed. <laughs> oh! Oh, she, she threw something at him. Yeah. Oh, she right. had his ass lined up. She just missed. Uh, you know what? Know it's like this. I'm right. a nice guy. I'm a very you are, nice guy. You are, Jay. Until you, are. you marry me. That's, oh. that's just it. <laughs> wow. That is you in a nutshell. Is that the yeah, truth, just, Steve? I, that I sounds like the truth right there. Did you hear what he said? Well, Jay is a nice guy all the way around. He really, he really is. is. He's nice a sweetheart. Guy. He, really he is. just, you know, all it is, and I'm, I'm going to tell you about my friend. The only okay. thing is, he just doesn't, he never developed conflict resolution skills. Oh, he, he just, just walks don't out. None. He, he just, don't, he don't, the conflict the resolution, uh-huh. he just look at you. And you just keep talking crazy. To him. He just look at you wide-eyed. And then uh, one day, then one day, he just drive off. Yeah. he's gone. He's <laughs> and he doesn't come back, Steve? No, oh, hey, man, I ain't finna, I, 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 I ain't finna do all that. I'm done, Jay, man. I don't like to argue either, though. Damn. I don't. <laughs> all right, now, let's get to I the next I stayed on a job longer than I've ever been married. That's <laughs> crazy. That's a shame. That's a shame. All right, nephew, you're the uh, newest to marry well, in huh? the group. Uh-huh. Uh, can you be friends with an ex? If we still doing it. <laughs> you know, I mean, that makes sense, right? No, only to you, I think. I mean, if we're still to doing you. it, then you might, we might well still be friends if we're still doing it. But if we're not... Well, then, then y'all still involved. That's not really an yeah, ex. That's, yeah. yeah, Doing it involved is not the same thing, Carla. You're, oh, you're... well, what else is left after that? Carla, we doing it. We ain't talking. <laughs> After you do it. That's what's next. <laughs> the only yeah. friends you have are friends with benefits? Yeah, what's the purpose of a friend? Wow. Mm. Wow. What? You, Who you are want you? a do-over? <laughs> yeah, you sure? If you, you want me to do it all. No. no, no, no. I mean just your thoughts. No. You want to do hey, it over. get your nephew, Steve. No. He's saying crazy no, stuff. I told you. Just, off, Steve. Listen we to me. It's, I listen to me. <laughs> It's times when he not my nephew. Y'all don't understand. Would this be one of those times, I'm guessing? Oh, I know when to disown him. It's times where disowning him is just the best way to handle it. You know, I look, when he say something so damn stupid, why do I have to stop him? I'll do nothing but be stopping him all damn day long. Okay, but so do you, you say let some, of, some of it you got to go. So, uh-huh. I say stuff that makes sense. It's just you don't want to digest it. Well, yeah. I, the thing that's really got me is that out of all of you guys, 
Jay is the only one that can remain friends with his ex, <laughs> the bitter man of the bunch. That is crazy. And there's only one, Shirley, and I know exactly who it is. I could say her name right now. Could I, Jay? Could Jay, no, can I say her name? I'm saying no. Okay, don't, cool. No, no, no. That, that is shocking. I'm friends with a Especially lot of Especially if I say the wrong name. No, you're yeah, not. He's, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Wow. Mm. How many exes is it, Jay? That's a lot. We don't need to oh, talk about that. Okay. Mary Cook Bethune. Mary Cook Bethune. A lot of. Top Junior. What? Well, he thought Jay would date. <laughs> you went all the way back there. All right, coming up, more you of know, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Names like Sojourner. <laughs> right yeah. after this. <laughs> Foolishness. Yeah, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back, Neff. God Let's girl. run it back to all you all you praise dancers out there. This goes out to all of y'all. Boy, all praise yeah, dancers. He upset some people on this one. Yeah. Boy, did that did, did that run go out on the radio? Yeah, it did. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. A lot of people. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. See, you guys don't like, I like praise dancers. Uh-uh. That ain't for me. Yeah, okay, okay. here it is. Pray. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Praise dancers. Here, this for y'all. Hello? This is a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How you doing? I'm looking for uh, Sister Tanya. This is Sister Tanya. Sister Tanya, this is Brother Fuller from the church. How are you? Oh, I'm well, Brother Fuller. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, uh, we wanted to give you a call about the uh, about the praise dancing that's at the church. First of all, I wanted to really show you how much uh, uh, you're doing a great job over there with the praise dancers, and you you definitely do a great job on uh on, 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 on every third Sunday that you guys actually perform. Everybody seems to really like it. Well, thank you, thank you. What can I do for you today? There, there, there is a bit of a situation with, um, you know, it's been brought to our attention. We actually had a small gathering, a little meeting about it, and wanted to, I've been elected to actually give you a call. And who is this again? I'm sorry, who are you again? Uh, Brother Fuller. Uh-huh. And, 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 and who had a meeting? Uh, some of the brothers at the church and a and, uh, uh, pastor actually sat in for a moment on it, and uh, I was actually elected to actually just give you a call. It, it, nothing that I don't think we can't get uh, uh, rectified and, 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 you know, move on smoothly as we normally do. But I, I just think it's, we wanted to reach out to you and kind of make you aware of it, if, it's a, a, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, and what things are those? Well, uh, Sister Tanya, has any of the... Praise dancers um, before they became praise dancers was 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 any of them strippers? I, I beg your pardon. Was any of the praise dancers that at the church that you have uh, uh, on the praise team right now was any of them strippers in the past? I'm sorry, sir. I don't I don't really know who you are, um, and I don't really understand this line of questioning. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm brother Fuller. I don't think we've met. But uh, I, like I said, I've been elected to give you a call. Now it seems like what happened is this past week when you all actually uh, danced, it seemed like a couple of the girls was actually uh, gyrating during the praise routine. Say what? Gyrating, brother Fuller. I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you saw. None of my girls were gyrating. They were dancing for the Lord. Well, some, some, and I think some, if you look through your Lord's eye, perhaps you would see them better. Instead of maybe you were looking through the gyrating eye. No, no. See, some of these girls, a couple of, a couple of these girls, we can point them out. A couple of them have uh, a strip girl tendencies, evidently, because some of them have been driving. Strip, 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 strip girl tendencies. You know what? 
sir, uh, I think we need to uh, complete this call. Perhaps I need to call Bishop and speak to him myself because, you know, I don't know what you do all day, but I have a real job. And I'm sitting here holding a conversation in my office about gyrating strippers in the church. Are you kidding me? Ma'am, listen, listen. Now, here's a couple other things that, that they're talking about. Some of the girls' uh, feet are real ashy when you all are performing, and they want to see if maybe you can, you can. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if y'all need the grip or whatever that y'all don't y'all don't put lotion on. I, we're not sure what that is. Um, as well as the the the, the, uh, the toenail polish. Everybody has three, four, five different designs and everything. Is it any way y'all can be in unison? with your toenail polish, but the most important thing is the gyrating doing the dance routine. I don't know what your feet look like. I don't need you calling me, talking to me about my girls, their feet, their nail polish. Perhaps your mind should be on Jesus instead of on them. How about that? A hard you know, man for no, my no, mind no, 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 to no. be. I don't have time. I don't have time. It's, I don't, it's I don't know what your for my mind is. to be on Jesus when somebody's shaking their butt at the church. Now, that, that's the problem. Now, you know what? Look, I'm at work. Now, I'm trying to keep a work tone. You're going to make me curse up in here. Now, let me tell you something. Don't call me anymore. I will deal with Pastor. If he has something to say with me, he can say it to me personally. But I'm done with this conversation. Are you going to deal with the gyrating is what we want to know. Maybe, you know what, it, it, it just hit me. Maybe you one of the ones that's doing the gyrating. Look, let me tell you something. My girls ain't doing no damn gyrating, and neither am I. Now, I am done with this conversation. Do you understand you, me? But, but listen. I'm done. Are you done with the done. gyrating? That's done. what we want to stop. So we, can, we can't praise the Lord if the booties is shaking. You know what? I got to go to work. Now, I, I, again, I don't know what your issue is. It sounds to me like you have an issue with gyrating booties. I have not heard so much gyrating booties in one conversation in my entire life. Now, my mind is set on Jesus. I don't know what your mind is set on. Well, Sister Tanya, before you was the praise dance uh, uh, oh, 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 ministry, over the ministry, did, did you ever use to strip? No, I didn't do no stripping. Now, did you want to do any stripping? Uh, what? Did your mama do any stripping? What, what did you? Wait a minute, oh, well, man. You heard what I said. You heard what, how you like when somebody called you and asked you if your mama did some stripping? How you like that? I got oh, I'm, You know what I want to know? When is the next rehearsal? That way I can come and pick out who it is that's doing oh, no, this no, no, job. No, no, no. You don't have you don't have any business at my rehearsal. I don't want to see you at my rehearsal. I don't want to I don't want to see any parts of you in my rehearsal. If I see you near one of my girls, I swear I'm coming up to you myself. You understand me? We need to find out who's doing that job. You don't need so to find out a damn on, thing. On you need to stay your butt in your own house. And, and I'm glad y'all ain't dancing when the when the when the plate is being passed because ain't no telling how you act with them wands coming through that. You know what? That's it. That's it. You call me disrespecting me? I'm at work. I can't even handle this anymore. You know what? Don't call me no more. Don't look at my girls no more. Matter of fact, come near the church and see what I got for you. I want to know is you going to stop the job rating? When oh, is no, you going to stop do a damn from thing. moving? That's, I'm not going to do a damn know. thing. Who do you think you're talking to like that? You're supposed to be a, a minister. I'm talking to you. I'm done listening to you. Now I'm getting ready to go. Well, I got one more thing to say to you before you leave. Now you ain't got a damn thing to say to me. I said I was done. And I said I got one more thing to say is you listen. You know what, man? Get off my phone. I'm going to say it anyway. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your entire praise ministry congregation, all your girls, got me to prank phone call you. Oh, I'm a shitty. For real? Oh, oh. Oh, they got me cursing on the radio. Oh, oh, oh. Which one was it? Oh, you know what? It was all of them. Mm. I talked to mm. five of them. Now I got some explaining this. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. You uh, did good, though. You did real. You hung in there. Oh, wait till I talk to Bishop. Uh, you, you might want to call ooh, Bishop ooh. a hell oh. oh, I think I'm going to have it. <laughs> 
Hey, I got one thing to ask you, Tanya. What's what that? is the baddest radio show in the land? Nobody else but the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Shirley, it... Huh. <laughs> you don't, I mean, when you're listening to... That, that, I like praise dancing, too. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It gets you don't you think there's some people up there don't need to be up there? Absolutely. That's not for me to say. I'm, I'm just, not judging yeah, the praise dance. dance. I I'm really not. In church, in church you're judging. judging. There's a praise dance limit. What do you mean? I it, agree with Tommy, which I <laughs> seldom do. But we have got to limit the time that praise dancers can be up there. Yeah. It's never moved me. It's very it ain't never made me want to join. Uh-uh. It ain't never made me want to do better. It always has made me want to go home. <laughs> really? I want this <laughs> service over with. I want y'all to stop all that waving. Can I what? tell you the real deal, yeah. though? What? It ain't like synchronized swimming. <laughs> See, synchronized swimming, them That's white awesome. girls be on key. Uh-huh. I, I, don't, I don't like watching people ain't all at the same time. What, what, Tommy? If you're missing your big toe, praise dancing ain't for you. <laughs> Why are you trying to look at You got to look at they, they bad-footed. Yeah. You gotta go. But if your big toe gone, Tommy. your thumb toe. Absolutely. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Carla found this great article on hiring your relatives, your family members. You always do, though. Yeah, we're all on Team Tommy for the most part. I'm on your team. I'm always Team Tommy. Jay is president and CEO. Of Team Tommy, baby. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, here's some information from the article. Here are the pros, Steve, okay, for hiring your relatives. You already know what you're getting. You already know. You don't have to guess. You don't have to think about it. You know Mm -hmm. because this is a member of your family, so you know this person. Here's some of the cons, though. It sends the wrong signal to other employees. I ain't You know, like they're not qualified for the job. They just got the job because he was your relative. They don't be. Huh? That's true. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. Here's another con. A relative may feel the rules don't apply to, in this case, him. That's Hmm. so true about him. He just missed two days. Yeah, but he didn't get (laughs) paid, though. Oh, okay. That's where the stain going to come in Uh at. Oh, you, you Good thing he him? sold out all them shows. <laughs> He's going to need it. He's going to yeah. need it. <laughs> all right, here's what, what? So he working to compensate for his check. Uh, here's another con, Steve. Well, you don't necessarily do this, but other CEOs might not hire relatives because the con is you hold back from criticism or you don't discipline him. So in this case, uh, you did. Uh, you did dock uh, him his pay, right? Man, I wish I would. How I'm going to not criticize him? What is we talking about? <laughs> if we're not doing criticism, what, why are we talking? But but you hired him, though, Steve. I ha- That was not by choice, Shirley. What do you mean? My sister. Oh, oh. Ms. The Kate. only reason I ain't fired him is because of her. Well, I wasn't a good hire, though. You don't think he does good work, Steve? Wait a minute. You don't think I was a good hire? <laughs> Boy, if I could replay <laughs> the days you missed... The times you called in. Oh, man. From day one, though, Steve. Dog, I can't even tell you. Yeah. You guys weren't even here on day one when Tommy used to call uh-huh. in from his bed. Call in from where? At least twice a week. Yeah. Asking if he had really? to come in. Is that true, Tommy? I was trying to get used to the system. That's <laughs> odd. But we were all here. What though. else you got, Shirley? <laughs> That's about it. The article goes on to say that issues with family members who come up I don't even want to oh, say this. Oh, I've got new. I wait, got, wait. I got oh, hold on. I'll hold for this one. Wait, wait. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> I got to brace, brace yourself. 
Uh, the what article goes on to say, issues with family members who come up short. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You could have let that go. He, he asked me. He no, asked me. Yeah. It's his show. As president, that yeah. was wrong. That was, they come uh, up where, Shirley? Uh, <laughs> it said <laughs> issues with family members who <laughs> come up. Look. I do a pretty good that. job around yeah. here. Who come up short on the job? <laughs> they must have interviewed Tommy for this article. <laughs> Should be addressed just as they would any other employee. Anybody else, right? <laughs> what if they're the shortest one on the job? <laughs> wow. Ah, that's wow. a pop team right there. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pop team. Shout out your sister, sir. Shout out your sister. I don't know. Feel better. Shout out your sister. Shout out to read it one more time. I didn't write it. I didn't read it. Don't. No more. We heard it. We, heard we it. don't need to hear it again. <laughs> What'd you say, President and CEO of Team Tommy? We don't need to hear it again. We, we yeah, but why she hollering? <laughs> Man, she over there killing. She got water coming out of her ass. I ass. think Steve actually, did you not ask me to read this again, Steve? No, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. You, But you could not. You weren't going to let it go. Okay. I was going to offer you on. some other reasons on, why you shouldn't hire a relative. Uh, no, Junior, I don't think I should. I we, think should. We've already heard it. No. Shirley, I bet you $1,000 you can't read it without laughing. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Okay. $1,000 on the Here line. Here we go, 1000 Okay, the article goes on to say, issues with family members. Come on. I can do it. I can do it. Come on. $1,000. Issues with family members. <laughs> Breathe. Come on. <laughs> Issues with get it out. Issues no. with family members who come up short. Evil. That is the devil. That is, that's all it is. That's all it is. Who come up short? That is so cute. One more time. Okay. Two thousand. Okay. Ah! okay, I can I can do it. I can okay. The article goes on to say that issues with family members who come <laughs> who come up <laughs> Really sure. It ain't all that. Yeah, it is. Hey. It's pretty good. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Come take on, this on the job and everywhere else, too. Try to take this tissue and wipe your eyes. Shelly, he come up short at the amusement park. You ever seen anybody go to the amusement park and that stick means so much? Oh, my God. Are you talking about the high stick? Yeah. Oh, man. I've cried up all much. my makeup. You ever seen somebody get on an amusement ride, they shut the safety bar down and he stepped right out? <laughs> You ever seen somebody come down that first hill on that roller coaster uh-huh. and everybody on the train got to grab him? <laughs> Keep him going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. So, in, in other words, 
And that's how y'all welcome me back, huh? Yeah, that's welcome how, back, Tommy. Oh, uh, dog, you should have seen what was happening while you was gone. Okay. Captain of Team Tommy was just doing Yeah, the you. president. So, in other words, Steve, they're saying that it might be the worst decision you can make to hire a relative. Oh, it ain't no doubt about it for me. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, 43 million people will be traveling over this weekend. Now, if you believe this new survey, yeah, that's a lot of people. If you believe this new survey, the average American traveler hates going to the airport so much that they'd add six and a half hours to their travel time if it meant they could drive and take road trips to their location instead. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, it is a more enjoyable experience to drive for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Because, look, I used to take buses. I'm talking about when we were touring. Oh, okay. Tour tour buses, yeah. Uh Like, for example, if I was going, you know, okay, okay, all of us lived in Atlanta for a period, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if I was going to Birmingham to perform, I'm not going to get a plane. Or if I'm going to Orlando, mm-hmm. or I'm going South Carolina, I'm going somewhere like that. Regional. I'm, I'm getting yeah. a bus, man, yeah. because if you got to leave in plenty of time, you got to pack, you got to get dressed, you got to get in the car, you got to get to the airport at least an hour and a half before. Mm-hmm. Then you got to sit there and wait. Yep. Then you got to board. Then you fly. Then when you land, you got to go to the Baggage claim. Get oh, your bag. Then you got to travel to the hotel. By then, you could have been where you was going. Yeah. That's true. Now, and you need to stop, Steve, because when you get your bag, that's a two-hour wait. That's longer than the flight Ooh, to get the bag. Oh, that. man. Baggage I'm trying to is, tell you. Oh, my God. Baggage claim. I have stood oh. there. I don't know who working back there, man. I know. <laughs> but when they, know. you see what them they throw your bag out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I right. saw you though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Steve. All that time when you, yeah, all that when you think about it, yeah, you could get on the road, put your luggage in the trunk, and be there. And you just get to spend time in, in a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. spend time. Yeah. Yeah. More relaxing. Yeah. I don't want to spend no time with nobody. Jim. Uh, we took the bus when we went to Albany from Atlanta. Remember we had the show down there. Yeah. All of us was on there. You was, we was having fun, weren't we? I thought we was. Mm-hmm. Maybe just you. See? Well, maybe it was just me. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm glad to be he anyway. Done, he done changed again. <laughs> we back at that. Let's go on call it what it is. You ain't been in no damn baggage claim in a long time. No damn way. <laughs> your bag come right off the back of your plane. So I don't even know what you're talking about. You ain't even stood in Tommy, no baggage claim. Huh? What's his frustration? He ain't got no frustration. <laughs> Roll out there up to his plane. Get out, walk up them steps. He is on his plane. On, ain't nobody telling him to get off a damn phone or nothing. He talking all the way through the flight taking off. Look at God. There ain't no seat belt on or nothing. Just sitting there. And sitting there pulling out now. Let me say what kind of singer I got now, boy. Look how, look, <laughs> look how God has blessed your yeah. uncle. But once yeah. again, I ain't mad at it. He ain't mad at it. <laughs> Damn show sound like <laughs> And then he get all the pain. And he come all he got. Yeah. Uh, 73% of Americans, Steve, agree with you. They consider road tripping a more pleasant experience than flying. You got to take your shoes off. You got to undress. You got to, oh, my God. You know, we just lay on there naked and just go yeah. on through there. <laughs> Coming up, some more music and more fun on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today it's going to be with Tommy and Junior, and I think you guys have entitled this Things You Wish You Still Had. Okay. Yes. And I'm entitling it the, the YBC. 
What's the YBC? What is that? The young boys are coming. Why be Why be in the building? Here they are. Why with things you wish you still had? I, I Junior, was, what's that, Tommy? Boy, if I still had a pager, you hear me? Dog. On my hip today, Dog. I'd be balling up in here, but I can't. I just wish I still had a pager. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. Put your because put your code phones, in. Yeah, these cell phones getting people get people messed up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you want something now? Well, you ain't got to worry about all that, you know, all that call and all that. You want somebody to hit you on the hip. I'll call you when I get ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I just had to pay. Would you put your code in? Mm. When I used to see 69, no, man. No, sorry. I got you. I know mm. what you're talking about. I just want stuff I'm more applicable about, right? Uh-huh. You know, stuff that, you know, now I'm I'm doing stuff well. There's a little stress and everything, you uh-huh. know, making a little more money and everything. Uh-huh. But, Lord, I still wish I had a car that took regular gas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I... I wasn't ready for Supreme all the time. Yeah. 91? Yeah, yeah, that 93 plus. 90 whatever it is. If I just yeah. had a car that just took regular. You know, if I get back down to 189 a gallon. If I get back I, I down to that. Boy. Uh-uh, no, when I when I bought my truck, they didn't tell me it had to be all the time. <laughs> if I could just get back to that. Things Let me we, tell you, you wish you still had, that's it. Things, Things you, you wish you still had. had. If I could just pop in a VHS tape, boy. You hear me? Pop it in Pop and in watch some VHS. of the greatest movies of all time. Right there. VHS. Ooh, to me, big. that's better than DVD. That's when you go back. That's when a movie meant something. When you went to Blockbuster and picked up your tape. Oh, yeah. And then Come you had home. To, Pop yeah. it in. And then you had uh. to get it back uh. the next day. Yeah, you got two days. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I no. was always late with that tape. Always. I actually bought more tapes than I had. Yes. <laughs> Pandora stole this idea. Oh, from Pan- Pandora already stole this idea. Uh-huh. I really do wish I had a tape recorder uh-huh. so I could oh, just yeah. take my song. Don't have to hear the commercial. Oh, yeah. Because Pandora come in after every second song, <laughs> they got something they want to sing. Yes. Man, just play the, the, the 10 songs in a row I want to hear. Yes. I don't have time. I'm not interested in socks, shirts, <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Ties, belts. I'm good. I don't want to. I just want to get to Jodeci, Phoenix. <laughs> After that, I want to get to some Luther. I don't really. See, you had a tape recorder, you pause it. Let them get that out of the way. Then play it. Uh-huh. That's Why all I want to get back mm-hmm. to. I don't have it. I'll never have it again. But if I could just have a nice afro and put my put my rake in it with the fist on it and walk around like that, if I could do that for a day, boy, I'd be balling. Oh, those days are over. Yeah. I know that. If I could have it, <laughs> I'd wear me a nice fro with a pick in it with the fist on the top of it. That's Tommy, balling. Get a man weave. That's all you have to do. You can do I'm that. Working yeah, on sure. yeah. Man, man live in Baltimore. I got to fly up there to get it. I don't yeah. already called it. Oh. He live in Baltimore. <laughs> he live in Baltimore. The boy's cold. <laughs> what he do, Tommy? He put hair on your head, dog. Yes. He yes, cold. Steve. It, it looks it, real, seriously. It looks so yeah. real. I'm going to wear it for about two days just to be balling. I'm telling you, watch me. You guys haven't seen it? You haven't no. seen it either? What did you I ain't showed about? y'all the video. You got you to gotta see it. It's unbelievable. It's it really unbelievable. Is. Unbeweavable. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So things we wish uh, that we still had. <laughs> what you got, Junior? I'll tell you another thing I wish I still had. Mm-hmm. I ain't got that. I wish I had a woman who didn't want so much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I oh, wish boy. I had that. I used to date a girl oh, that didn't boy. care nothing. Oh. About about going out to expensive places. No, Chili's is cool. I ain't been to Chili's in so long. Those days Lord, are over. they far gone. <laughs> Man, you, you go get the two for 20. Uh, that's uh, where you get two appetizers, <laughs> two meals, and two desserts. 20 bucks. Uh, I, I 
I, I used to kill him in there. Boy, if I could bring Ned back. Uh-uh. Oh, no. no. Kill us. Two for 20. Y'all don't remember that? Get that out your mind. Yeah, I ain't going back there. <laughs> it's no. over. No, yeah. no, no. Is that no. with the baby back real no, or without no, the baby No, no, no. Because now, you know, we used to eat in restaurants. Now I eat in restaurants now where all the lights is low. Yeah. All They pay for them lights. <laughs> I asked him to turn my section up. <laughs> take, you take 30 off my bill. Just turn these lights up. You, you give me something down. You know, you know, I'm eating the restaurants now. You got to take two elevators to get to the top. <laughs> Chili, same flow. Everybody eating. I want right. to go over there. That's what I want to eat. <laughs> Y'all, two for 20. Who don't miss that? Nephew coming up with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew, what you got time for the prank phone call? Shirley, it's time to baptize some people. <laughs> it's called Mobile Baptismal Pool. Wow. Mobile Baptismal. We come to you and yeah. baptize you. I ain't you even at your heard house. it and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to be ignorant. You know we come this. to your house and baptize you. That's what we do. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson. This Wilson. How you doing? Who's this? Uh, how you doing? Um, my name is Brother Springwater, man. Listen, we. Uh, we, we we got uh, paid to actually come by and do some services to uh, for for you by some friends of yours, and we wanted to actually call and see about scheduling and see what you had available. Uh, some some, some uh, services. Well, y'all plan on cutting some grass? What, uh, what y'all do? What kind of services y'all have? Actually, sir, uh, you've got some friends that have actually spent a, a great amount of money on you, and what we do is uh, we have a. Um, baptismal on wheels service and what we do is we go and we um we baptize people uh at their home and and baptismal on wheels has been it's a new um company but we've we've baptized over a thousand people now we have a a truck with which actually has a baptismal pool on the back of it and we actually come to your home and we will baptize you in your driveway and and make you whole again so we've uh, been bro, bro, brother water Brother Spring, what, what's your name again? I'm sorry. I didn't, Springwater. I didn't Springwater. Springwater, you want to come to my house and give me a baptism in my front yard? We want to baptize you right there in your driveway. Your friends are paid for the services. And My, uh, my friend, what friend will pay for me to get baptized? I, man, I've been baptized already, Doc. Well, from my understanding, baptized. sir, that evidently you, you've had some, some bumps and bruises, and, and, and they seem to uh, to believe that you need to be washed and cleaned I mean, again. I mean, that's all good. That's all. That's all. It's all good. But I mean, things. Are, I mean, thing. Be that mad, uh, that it may, man. I mean, I I've been baptized. I go to church. You know, uh, uh, me and the Lord don't have no problems. I mean, we all have setbacks. But for you to pull up with your pool in front of my house to say you finna baptize me, that that doesn't make any sense to me, Doc. I mean, well, see, see uh, sir, sometimes when some people are not able to go to the house of the Lord and get baptized, you know, we're making it a lot more convenient for you. But we can I actually don't need come no to... convenience. I don't need no convenience. What do I need convenience for? You asking me to come to my house on a Tuesday to baptize me in my driveway, does that make any sense to you, Brother Water? I mean, come on. If you really sit back and think about it, does that make any sense to you uh, uh, to come for the convenience? First of all, sir, that 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 that's Brother Springwater. But what Brother I'm trying to what I'm trying to any say is any type of water is holy water, spring water. It doesn't make no difference to me. You can't come to my neighborhood and baptize me in front of my sir, house, sir, sir. What is all the anger? See, this is this is what your friends are talking about. That I don't give a damn what my friends are telling you, man. 
Anybody, which, which one of my friends gonna recommend you to come to my damn house? So I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not. My, my, if I don't do that, man, that don't even make any sense to me. You understand? So I'm not. I'm not at any liberty to tell you who actually. Uh, hey, hold up, but you're liberty to come to my damn house and baptize me, but you can't tell me who the hell go see you. But you're not at what type, man? Come on, you don't even. Come on, does that make sense to you, Doc? Come on, that doesn't make any. No way in the world I'm gonna allow you to come and bring your pool in front of my house and baptize me. Then I'm asking you as, as you you supposed to be a pastor. You're supposed to be baptized. I'm asking you, okay, what friend of mine is telling you to, you know, to letting you know I need to be baptized. You're going to take you out of liberty? Sir, sir, all I want to know, uh, basically, you, I've already been paid. I'm, I'm coming, I'm, I'm calling you about your schedule. You're not on, baptizing me. I've been baptized. I'm going to baptize you on Tuesday in your driveway. Man, I'll tell you what. If you come to my house, in front of my driveway, you better bring the whole congregation. You understand? You better bring the deacons, the brothers, the sisters, and everybody else if you think I'm going to be baptized in my driveway. This is the problem. This is what your friends are talking about. This is why you need to be baptized and cleansed again and washed in the blood of the Lamb. This is what's wrong. You need to be cleansed. That's what's wrong with you, Mr. Wilson. What's wrong with me? No, what's wrong with you is calling me in the middle of my workday telling me I need to be baptized in front of my house. If I need to be baptized and go get some holy water, I go down to the church. I don't need you coming in front of my house making a whole circus with all your friends and some white sheets talking about you want to baptize me. From my, understanding, from, my understanding, from my understanding, Mr. Wilson, you've missed two Sundays already this month. Sundays? Man, I can go anywhere and get the work. I don't need you coming here because you telling me I missed two damn Sundays. I'm going to miss that Sunday, too, because the football game coming on. Sir, all I know is I've been paid to do a job. I will be there Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock, and we will baptize you before you go to work on Tuesday morning. I tell you what. I tell you what. You come to my house at 7 o'clock in the morning. I swear on your Lord, I'm going to bust your You understand me? You will not come to my house. Telling me you for the baptized, I don't give a damn who paid you. You understand? I will drown your in the water. Matter of fact, now, bring you, your deacons, and everybody else, we're going to have a pool party in that. You understand? I'm going to I'm going to get all of this anger and all of this, this these problems you have within you. We are going to purge your body and get it out your system. I don't want your cleansing me. I tell you what. I tell you what. Brother Spring Water, is it that what you call it? Brother bring Spring Water. You go get baptized on Tuesday morning. I don't give a damn who pays you, who calls you. Bring your I'm going to you up. I guarantee you. I'm going to dry you on site. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Would you listen you to me? Got a say. Matter of fact, I'm busy. You ain't got to say to me. I got to go. You understand? You ain't got I got to one more thing me. I want to say to you. Is you listen to me? What, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Mason. <laughs> Hello? Man, let me tell y'all something, man. <laughs> boy, <laughs> let me tell you something, boy. Y'all, y'all was about to bring some hell to heaven. I was about to act a fool on y'all if y'all would have showed up at my crib. You understand me? <laughs> boy, Tommy, y'all ain't got <laughs> else better to do <laughs> than to sit around here and just <laughs> with people doing their day. Man, I ain't never thought y'all could get me with this. Hey, who the hell goes around <laughs> baptizing people on that's like wheels on wheels. How y'all baptize people with a pool on the back of your your F one fifty. Hey Wilson, I gotta ask you something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, you know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs>
See, that's how you baptize somebody. They, yeah. They, they can't, they ain't, you, you. Forget going to church now. Exactly. When they don't make it to the church, uh-huh. you know, we bring the baptismal we, to you. We right, outside. right outside. We right outside. That's we, actually a good idea. Yeah, we in the driveway. Money maker right there, man. Yeah, we'll baptize you before, to go, before you go to work in the morning. Yeah. Mm. And get your, get your save on. We get your save on right there. We cleanse you right there in the driveway. Won't, won't he do it? Yeah. Won't he will. Yeah. <laughs> And will he won't. That's all I'm saying. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, uh, right now it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on your relationship, on dating, on work, on sex problems, uh, parenting, and more, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Right, Steve? Did I leave anything out? You didn't leave nothing out. <laughs> And then anybody that's not clear to, we don't need your letter because you're slow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead, Shirley. All right. (laughs) Buckle up. Hold on tight. Strawberry letter. All right, this is a long one. The subject, my ex-girlfriend, is a huge problem. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a big problem. Two years ago, I relocated for work. Before I moved, I had a special lady that I enjoyed spending time with. She was a big fine woman, thick in all of the right places. It had been a year since I had seen her, and I was missing her good loving, so I called her and told her I was sending her a bus ticket to come visit me. Yes, a bus ticket, because a... Because a brother ain't rich. What? I didn't know they still had busted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the weekend finally came, and I was so excited to see her. But, oh, my goodness, when this woman got off the bus, I swear I barely recognized her. She had almost doubled in size in the past year. Don't get me wrong. I like big girls, but she should have told me that she gained a lot of weight. I didn't say anything, and I tried not to look shocked. As soon as we got in the car, she pulled out a bag of snacks and offered me a brownie. (laughs) I always loved her cooking, so I ate a brownie. When we got to my apartment, I ate another brownie. Then I realized something wasn't quite right. Uh Uh-oh. I was high as heck. (laughs) She admitted that the brownies had weed in them like it was no big deal. I was sitting on the couch trying to get myself together when all of a sudden she climbed on me and said she was going to give me exactly what I'd been missing. All I could do was lie there pinned to the couch. She took advantage of me for what seemed like hours. I wanted to yell out for her to stop, but nothing came out because I was too high. I ended up passing out on the couch. The next day, I told her that I felt violated. She said she could tell that I had had a problem with her weight, so she took matters into her own hands. I couldn't wait to get this big wild woman out of my house. Now she keeps calling and texting me, and I don't want anything to do with her. How can I get rid of her without hurting her feelings? This is a huge problem. Really? Well, um, be careful what you ask for, huh? Uh, you know what, though? I- I'm really sorry I'm gonna that... I'm going to need some time with this letter. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's a long ahead, letter. I- I'm really sorry that, you know, you feel violated. I really am, and it- it's not talked about a lot, but men do get violated, and in this case, you were violated if you felt that way. Um, you know, if this if this situation were reversed, we probably have a completely different answer for you. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this. She is out of your house. She's out of town. 
So you don't have that to worry about. As far as the phone is concerned, you don't have to answer her calls. I mean, or you can just simply tell her it's not going to work out. You didn't appreciate what she did and all of that, but maybe as a man you don't feel like you should tell her all of that. Um, but I think you should. I think you should be honest with this woman and let her know that what she did is wrong and how you felt about the situation. And uh, please do not send her another bus ticket. All right? That's in your best interest. Steve? Well, there's so much to this letter. Should I just break it down line by line? Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. Because I mean, yeah, I, I, there's so many angles in this letter. It is. Shirley... My ex-girlfriend is a a huge problem. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a big problem right there. You damn sure do. And it's about to step down off a bus. (laughs) So hold tight. (laughs) Two years ago, I relocated to work before I moved. I had a special lady I enjoy spending time with. She's a big, fine woman. Thick in all the right places. Been a year since I've seen her. And I was missing her good loving. So I called her and told her that I was sending her a bus ticket to come visit me. Yes, a bus ticket, because a brother ain't rich. Mm -mm. Two things here. When you busting them in, (laughs) when you busting them in, we are already dealing with low budget loving. You sound like the school system. Man. Yeah, you busting them in. They bust kids to school. They bust freedom riders. We busting boycotting. You don't do that in modern day loving, but you somehow managed to bring that all the way up. We stopped busting back a long time ago. You still doing it. Now, because this is low budget loving, you must deal with another old saying. You get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. See, first of all, what woman you know willing to get up on a bus? I don't know. Southwest. Man. Come on now. This woman <laughs> got off the bus. I swear I barely recognized her. She had almost doubled in size from the past year because she missed you. Mm. So she been eating. You like big women. Don't get me wrong. I like big girls. Okay, well, we'll, we'll go and get to liking. <laughs> But she should have told me that she had gained a lot of weight. You didn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that come Your up? Your cheap ass just sent the bus ticket. Right. <sighs> you didn't ask her. She didn't have to volunteer. Oh, you want to see me? Here I come. <laughs> I didn't say anything, and I tried not to look shocked. Here's, I didn't say anything, and I tried not to look shocked. Mm. You can't take that look off your face <laughs> when a big-ass person getting down off a bus because the whole side <laughs> of the bus go down. When she step on that last step and you saw that bus look like it was coming towards <laughs> it's hard not to look shocked when somebody finna turn over a damn bus. <laughs> really, Steve? All right, yeah. hang on, it's hang on. Big, hard <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on with part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. My ex-girlfriend is a huge problem. Let's real recap. Sim- real simple. This is a man used to date a woman a year ago, missed her loving. He liked fine, thick women. He sent for a bus ticket. She got on the bus, and when she got off the bus, all hell, he couldn't believe it. She had doubled in size. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, what I want to bring to your attention is, Show me the last fine person 
you seen on a bus crossing state lines. That's my challenge to you. People that ride the bus look like they ride the bus. Mm-hmm. The terminal, in the terminal, you know. Mm-hmm. Woo, they in here. Yeah. It's a different crew. They don't have luggage. They have clothes, laundry baskets with clothes stuffed <laughs> in them and duct tape. Wow. That's how they travel. All their clothes in grocery bags and, and hefties. Mm-hmm. Zip locks. Yeah, hefty number one. Yeah. No luggage. All right. Now, she had gained a lot of weight. I ain't saying anything, and I tried not to look shocked. It's hard not to be. Because you say little stuff to yourself. Like what? <laughs> oh, that's what you think to Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. What the hell? She going to tell my dough. <laughs> I ain't got no extension for the seat, man. <laughs> Heffa finna kill herself if I slam on these brakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she don't need an airbag. She oh, needs airbag. Yeah, this is little stuff he said. As soon as we got in the car, she pulled out a bag of snacks and offered me a brownie. Mm-hmm. I always loved to cook it, so I ate a brownie. When we got to my apartment, okay. I ate another brownie. Then I realized something wasn't quite right. Mm. I was high as hell. Yeah, and she knew it too. She gave you these brownies. To get you off your game. Yeah. Yeah, she did. See, them brownies got you looped. Now, after she did that, she admitted that her brownies had weed in them. But like it was no big deal. I was sitting on the couch trying to get myself together when all of a sudden she climbed on me and said she was going to give me exactly what I had been missing. Uh, uh, this is what you wanted. This what you bust in for. <laughs> now, I'm a finna bring it now. Irma? <laughs> they Irma? You and these Big names. Irma. <laughs> Big Irma finna bring it. Irma got something for you going to give to you. This what you wanted. This what you bust in. Here it is. All I could do is lie there. Pin to the couch. You damn right, you pin. <laughs> she doubled the size. She whooping your ass. Actually, actually, what's happening is you in the middle of the ass whooping. You don't even know it. She done pinned you. You in a wrestling match. You'd have been out. She took advantage of me for what seemed like hours. Anytime you want to, you don't want to do something. It seemed way long. You probably in there about eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like hours. <laughs> <laughs> Big Irma just getting it to you. You don't know what the hell going on. I wanted to yell out for her to stop, but you couldn't. You know why? Because she had your pen. She cut your wind off. Big people know how to work their weight. She got this weight on you. You tried to yell out, but every time you take a deep breath, you she it cave in your chest more. So now you can't even take a deep breath. Then <gasps> now that's pressed up. So you tried to yell out, but her big ass had your pen. Nothing came out because I was too high. I ended up passing out on the couch. You got choked out is what happened to you, boy. <laughs> you got passed out because you got put out. Next day, I told her I felt violated. She said that she could tell that I had a problem with her weight. You know what she could tell when she get down off that bus? Because you tried not to look shocked, but your ass was. <laughs> right. You know, when you first see your woman, whoa, Lord, ain't, ain't, ain't a good statement. No. <laughs> Whoa, Lord, not whoa. Whoa means stop. Now she keeps calling and texting me, and I don't want anything to do with her. He said, whoa, How can I get rid of her without hurting her feelings? This is a huge problem. You damn right it's a huge problem. 
But here's the first thing you do. I don't want to have anything to do with her. How can I get rid of her without hurting her feelings? You can block her number, or you can just get a whole new phone. <laughs> but you got to get drastic, because big people don't give up either. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, big people wear your ass down. So now, what you want to do is you want to block her and you want to get a new number. Only a problem you can do, first of all, you got to stop buying bus tickets. Don't buy another damn bus ticket. Bussing her in is the first beginning of all your problems. The people that was getting off the bus before her, didn't they clue you in? Damn, these some crazy looking ass people. Here it comes. So when she got off the bus, what you thought? She was just going to be this ray of light jumping down off the bus? All bus people look the same. A ray of light? Yeah. You thought some angel were going to come out this bus? No, here her big ass come. Steve. Oh, my God. She would double the size, Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I ask you something? See, Shirley, you're a fine sister. You can't double, though. What? Anybody finna do you in double. Oh. Carla, you can't double. Oh, Monica, you can't double. <laughs> you're a mess. You can't double. We deal with you. We, 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 we work with you where you're at. Everybody got it going on. But what you can't do is double up. All right. Well, is that your... So, now uh, that's my response. Okay, that's your response to today's Strawberry Letter, Don't Mike. buy no more damn bus tickets. Yeah. And, and Shirley yes. and Carla and Monica, next yes. time we travel, just know that y'all ass will be coming in on the bus. <laughs> 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 All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. And uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. Let's go. Come on, y'all. I want to inspire. I want to help. I want to uplift. I want to share. It's oh. not so much teaching as it is for me with just sharing. You are the gift that just keeps on giving. I try to be. Yeah. Okay, Steve, what's your best advice to keep us focused? Well, I learned this from Eric Thomas, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, the motivational mm-hmm. speaker. He's one yeah. of the greatest motivational yeah. speakers I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Eric Thomas is a guy that I listen to. Okay. You know, there are some great speakers out there, but Eric Thomas yeah. nails it mm-hmm. for me because mm-hmm. he talked like I talk. Yeah. Okay. You know, he mad most of the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he sweat through his shirt in a minute, won't he? I love <laughs> the intensity of which he talks. Mm-hmm. When you have your visions mm-hmm. and yeah. you have your motivation, your dream board, mm-hmm. the why, you got to write down the why, the why you want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Because Eric Thomas said that the why eliminates the I quit, the I can't make it, mm-hmm. because the how come is too big. Mm-hmm. The why you doing it? Why? Like I have to do this for my family. Well, it's it's harder to quit when it's more than just you on the line. Yeah. Well, you gotta push, yeah. man. Uh, you gotta yeah. push. Man. You have to create a why. These big dreams you have, they have to have a why behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That will help you stay to it and fight through the discouragement. Also, your dreams mm-hmm. have to be bigger than the consequences or the problems. Oh, now explain that. Hey, man. You got to want something so big. So big. That no matter what it takes to get there Uh uh or what it costs or what the factor is, Uh this dream so big, I got to go on and go for it. Okay. Because, okay, okay, cool. That makes sense. So I'm going to lose time with my friends, but I'm going to be a millionaire. The big Mm -hmm. picture. Okay, cool. So I won't be able to go to happy hour no more. 
because I'm trying to go on yeah. vacation of a dream of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll take the vacation for 500 right. Alex. No. The yes. dream has to be so big that it outweighs the problems or the consequences. Okay. All right. Okay. That keeps you motivated. I like that. Okay. And focus. Here's, okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's one more. I, I want to ask you this because you live this. Mm-hmm. Do you ever... Feel guilty, or have you ever been made to feel guilty because of your success? Because At you're so successful. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You will go through that period of feeling guilty about your success, mm-hmm. mainly mm-hmm. because the people closest to you mm-hmm. are usually not experiencing your success, and they make you feel obligated to them because of your success. Mm-hmm. Because I knew you when. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I got oh. you knew me when, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. but do you know me now? <laughs> and what does the you knew me when got to do with where I am now? Now, if y'all want to continue this conversation, we can. Okay. I want to. You we, want to? We'll okay. continue the conversation when we come back. Mo, Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. Woohoo! <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, we're back. <laughs> wow, what an interesting conversation. It's it's the morning show. We're asking Steve questions because that we you know wanted what? to know. I think it's important for people to hear directly from somebody who doesn't have an agenda mm-hmm. with their life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to do this because I get a piece mm-hmm. of all this here. No, you don't, you don't do I that. genuinely want to share this information because I know it's important to people. Mm-hmm. The average mm-hmm. person out there really does want to know how to make it. Yeah. And unless yeah. somebody yeah. who has made it gets down off their horse to share the information, where you going to get the information from? Because right. mm-hmm. all this information, I, and my you know parents what? didn't have this right, information. I was just going right. to say that we, as, a, as a race, we don't share this type of information. We're starting yeah. to maybe more now. But growing up, only thing we knew about money was money doesn't grow on trees or do you think I'm made right. of money? Things like that that our parents told us. So now we're getting real information. Jay-Z is doing it in his... On his it new is, CD, four four four. Yeah, he's doing it. Let's, right, let's go. Well, let's yeah. go back to where uh, we were before okay. we went to commercial. For this. Um, tell so us I how we deal. How do you deal with the guilt? That because yes. I'm constantly, yes, I'm, I'm, lo- I loan a lot of money. Out me too. That yeah. Does yeah. Not come. And let, let me ask me you something. Loaning money does it not create tension? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Loaning money creates more problems than it solves. Mm-hmm. And it's creating mm-hmm. issues not only with the person that you loaned it to, but, but then your in your own home. Because yeah. now, you have loaned some money that belongs in your home. Right. Yeah. And now somebody in your home may have to do without, because we didn't gave what we had mm-hmm. over here. To help someone. Mm-hmm. And usually, money you loan, what they don't understand about people that's climbing up, mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. they loan is money they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, we don't have no extra free money. Right. And then yeah. let me explain <laughs> something to you about <laughs> let me explain something to you about loaning you money mm-hmm. or giving mm-hmm. you money. Whenever mm-hmm. I give you money, I'm actually giving you that plus forty percent. If you ask great? me What's for a thousand dollars, yeah, and I give you a thousand dollars, what I'm actually giving you is one thousand four hundred dollars. Because Uncle Sam is taxing me oh, I see. in the oh, 40% okay. tax yeah, yeah, bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't okay. give a damn what you do with the money. Yeah. yeah so now, okay. I done gave you a 1000 of my dollars. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got to send the government 400 of that 1000 I sent you. Mm-hmm. So hold, partner. Oh, so now nah, it really ain't that simple. 
So when you don't pay me back, you really didn't jam me now. Well, well, in your case, people don't think you need it. You know, oh, he do, he'll be all right. They he's count got their money. Yeah, yeah, count yeah. Money for he's you. got yeah. money. He doesn't need that mm-hmm. money. I'll get it. I'll get it to him when I get Here's it. Here's the thing: while you are coming up, people think that you have a reservoir of money. Yeah. But that yeah. reservoir of money you had to work for. The only reason you have a reservoir, a little bit of extra money or more than them, is because you usually work more than them. Mm. So now you are asking me to take not only my money, but my time that I've given to make this money Mm -hmm. and just let you have that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you know I got it. Well, that's foul. And you should not suffer from guilt. Because let me explain something to you I've learned about guilt. Guilt is the most useless human emotion that there is. Because guilt serves nothing. Guilt is the most devoid, the the worst human emotion there is because it serves no purpose. What what does guilt serve? When you feel guilty, it don't help you. Mm -hmm. It don't benefit you. It does nothing for you to feel guilt. But people take advantage of the guilt for their own self-entitlement and self selfish needs or, that's what or they whatever. use they use guilt for that so guilt serves no purpose so stop feeling guilty because you're mm-hmm. blessed stop mm-hmm. feeling guilty mm-hmm. because god has given you grace stop feeling guilty because you go to work yeah. ain't nobody no, gave you nothing question. nobody it- mails you free money and we'll be back <laughs> and we'll be back <laughs> you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right, day after, 4th of July. This is July 5th. Yeah. Friday, so, Friday. So I'm Would sure you you're off work? today. You're off today, right? Did you have to go back to work? Uh, no. Well, we're here, huh? No, we're here right now. <laughs> uh, sure. Hey, we're we looking at each oh, other. No. But usually usually when it comes uh, this late in the week, come on now. Uh, I got something yeah. we can still do, though. Which is, there's still some celebration left. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, see, if you got leftover barbecue. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, and you check. Got left, check. Okay, y'all got that right. Check. Okay. And yeah. you have leftover fireworks. Check. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Then we have a July 5th uh-huh. naked celebration. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? A <laughs> leftover celebration. A naked leftover celebration. <laughs> We're not doing that, Man, take nah. it on, in- take it on into the weekend, Tommy. And eat barbecue uh-huh. naked. And just take it on into the weekend. And Why take not? Take it on into the weekend. Uh-huh. Why not? Why Carla, not? invite your cousin. <laughs> who never calls. Yes, who never calls. Uh, who showed up yesterday, by the way. <laughs> he wanted to take a dip in the pool. <laughs> naked barbecue. Wow. And a celebration I, on the fifth. If I wow. ever go to someone's house and everyone's in there, everyone in there is naked and they're eating barbecue and shooting I'm fireworks, leaving. I'm mm-hmm. le- I'm not even gonna get out of my car. I'm right. not. I'm I not. know. I'm but out. So you got don't knock it till you tried it though. Yeah, I've never tried that. It's well, really it's really cool if you try it. It depends on how good the barbecue is. Yeah, we'll be back <laughs> with more guys on this uh day after J- July fourth. We're still celebrating though. Uh happy holidays. Holidays. Take it on into the weekend. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, 43 million people will be traveling over this weekend. Now, if you believe this wow. new survey, yeah, that's a lot of people. If you believe this new survey, the average American traveler hates going to the airport so much that they'd add six and a half hours to their travel time 
if it meant they could drive and take road trips to their location instead. Wow. 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 Well, you know, it is a more enjoyable experience to drive for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Because, look, I used to take buses. I'm talking about when we were touring. Oh, okay. Tour tour buses, yeah. Like, Uh for example, if I was going, you know, okay, okay, all of us lived in Atlanta for a period, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if I was going to Birmingham to perform, I'm not going to get a plane. Or if I'm going to Orlando, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to South Carolina, I'm going somewhere like that. Regional. I'm I'm getting a bus, man, because if you got to leave in plenty of time, you got to pack, you got to get dressed, you got to get in the car, you got to get to the airport at least an hour and a half before. Mm-hmm. And you got to sit there and wait. Yep. And you got to board. Then you fly. Mm-hmm. Then when you land, you got to go to the baggage claim, get oh, your bag. Then you got to travel to the hotel. By then, you could have been where you was going. Yeah. That's true. Now, and you need to stop, Steve, because when you get your bag, that's a two-hour wait. That's longer than the flight Ooh, to get the bag. Oh, that. man, baggage I'm trying to is, tell you. Oh, my god. Baggage claim. I have oh. stood there. I don't know who working back there, man. I know. But when they, know, you man. see them, throw doing? your bag at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I right. saw you, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Steve. All that this time when you, yeah, all that, when you think about it, yeah, you could get on the road, put your luggage in the trunk, and be there. And you just get to spend time. In, in a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. spend time with yeah. More yeah. relaxing. Yeah. I don't want to spend no time with nobody, Jim. Uh, we took the bus when we went to Albany from Atlanta. Remember we had the show down there? Yeah. All so of us on there. You was we was having fun, weren't we? I thought we was. Mm-hmm. Maybe just you. See? Well maybe it was just me. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm glad to be done, anyway. He done changed again. <laughs> we back at that. Let's go on on call it what is. You ain't been in no damn baggage claim in a long time, no damn way. <laughs> your bag come right off the back of your place. I don't even know what you're talking about. You ain't even stood in Tommy, no baggage claim, huh? What's his frustration? He ain't got no frustration. <laughs> Roll out there up to his plane. Get out, walk up them steps, he is on his plane. On, ain't nobody telling him to get off a damn phone or nothing. He talking all the way through the flight taking off. Look at God. There ain't no seat belt on or nothing. Just sitting there. And sitting there pulling out now, let me say what kind of single all I got now, boy. Look, 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 look. <laughs> look how God has blessed your yeah. uncle. But once yeah. again, I ain't mad at it. He ain't mad at it. <laughs> Damn show sound like <laughs> And then he get all the pain. And he come all he got. Yeah. Uh, 73% of Americans, Steve, agree with you. They consider road tripping a more pleasant experience than flying. You got to take your shoes off. You got to undress. You got to, oh, my God. You know, we just lay on there naked and just go yeah. on through it. <laughs> All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day on this Friday. Take us home. Uh, today, I'm, I'm, I'm still committed to trying to uh, uplift everybody. I I really want to share, not teach. I want to share with you all just some things I've learned. And and understand, I don't know it all. And, And I don't think I know more than you. It's just that I've learned in my life that repetition is sometimes good. Somebody told me one time that there's a scripture, I don't know where it is, but it says something to the effect that faith comes from hearing, not from having heard. And I didn't understand that until I got older. Faith comes from hearing, not having heard. Sometimes 
you've heard something in the past, but it didn't quite connect. But all of a sudden you hear it at a particular time in your life. And oh my God, it's like a, it's like a brand new phrase. It's almost like you've never heard it before, but it clicked, the light bulb turns on. So that's what I was taught, that faith comes from hearing, not from having heard. So sometimes repetition is good in wise sayings or understanding a scripture because at a particular time in your life, it's so valuable to you because it happens right when you need it to hear. So in my commitment to uplift people this year, I've decided today to talk to you about another mindset that you have to develop to get to where you're going. And that is to elevate your thinking. You've got to elevate your thinking. You have got to think above your current circumstance. Because where you are now, the moment you say now, as soon as you get through saying now, that moment that you claimed as now is gone. So what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking beyond today. Because for the majority of us, tomorrow is going to come. For the majority. Tomorrow is going to come. So I want you to elevate your thinking so that you can have a better tomorrow. And what I mean by that is I want you to up your ask. When you're talking to God, from now on, up your ask. The things you've been asking God for, I want you to think about it. Elevate it. Expand on it. Blowing up. It's not too big for God. It may seem tremendous for you. It's nothing for him. It's absolutely nothing. It's a wave of a hand. It's the blink of an eye. It's a mere motion to him. It's nothing. It's, it's an afterthought. He does amazing things, but you've got to call on him to get to gain access to all this amazing stuff. There's a scripture that says you have not cause you ask not. And simply what that means is just what it says. You have not cause you ask not. Most people don't have the life of their dreams cause they never ask God for it. Now you think about that. What have you been asking him for? If you've constantly been asking for rent, don't he always give it to you? Don't you somehow always manage to come up with the rent? Might be a little bit late, but don't you come up with it? Yeah, you do. Suppose you change that and just ask for a mortgage. Why would he not give it to you? It's just some money to where you stay. That's all it is. So if you keep asking for rent, you're going to get rent. But if you ask God for a mortgage, he'll give you a mortgage. But you have not because you ask not. you got to up your ass. Let me show you something. This is not bragging, but I want to show you something. You're listening to a person who's been at just about every economic state. So at one point in time, I kept asking God. I said, God. Man, I sure want to see another zero in my income. If you could just give me another income, another zero. So I was making, you know, some thousands back then, right? In a year. I've had years where I've made $4,000. I've had years where I've made $7,000. I've had years where I've made $8,500. 
I've had some lean years in this comedy thing. So I asked God, man, if I could just get another zero. But you know what I did? The zero kicked me up to 10,000. And from 8,000 to 10,000 spread out over the year, I did not really see a big jump in my lifestyle because the $2,000, it elevated it, but it wasn't quite what I wanted. And so I just kept asking for zero. Do you know what happened one day? I was talking to this very, very wealthy guy, and I told him my theory of praying for the zeros. He said, you're praying too small. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're praying too small. you asking for zeros. He said, if you get another zero from $10,000, you'll have $100,000. He said, that ain't where you want to be. He said, why don't you ask God for some commas? I said, what? He said, why you keep asking for zeros? Commas change your life. Ask God for commas. Elevate your thinking. When I went from asking God from zeros to commas, do you know he gave me another comma? Do you know what that did for my life? Do you know what it would do for yours? But you can't get it unless you ask. You have not because you ask not. Elevate your thinking in this year. If you up your ask, he will up his give. It's a fact. It's not a theory of mine. It's a fact. You have not because you ask not. Those are my closing remarks. Drop it. I'm telling you. Drop it. I'm telling you. Drop it. A comma. Man. Woo, have a good weekend, for real. Y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.